Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life. I know I'm talking about this book a lot, but I really love it because it contains great actionable advice and it just holds a lot of wisdom that can apply to all of us. Today's stories, for example, are ostensibly about parenting advice, but these wise tips for better, lower stress parenting actually apply to all the relationships and interactions in our lives. The first one, for example, is called Pick Your Battles, and it's by our own senior editor, Barbara Lamonaco. So Barbara tells us that it started with a parenting course she took when her three sons were in elementary school. And she says that the basic message weaving its way through all eight sessions was pick your battles. And another piece of advice that went along with that was remain flexible. She says, the class was not advising parents to step away and not be the parent. It was not suggesting that you be your child's friend so he would like you. You are, after all, the parent. Some things are important and need to be dealt with, especially when the decisions involve the welfare of your child. You need to give guidance and teach good values and a sense of right and wrong. You need to provide structure and say no sometimes, but not all the time. No shouldn't be the first word out of your mouth. Think first, then speak. Some decisions, while they could be important on some level, don't need your input. You can step back and let your child sort it out. By doing that, you teach your children independence and to be able to deal with different situations on their own. So Barbara says that what started out as parenting advice went much further than that and has guided her to this day. After taking the class, when a situation presented itself, Barbara would consider the fact that there were two differing opinions. She would stop and decide if it was worth battling over some small issue or whether she could just let it go. After all, that other opinion might not have been her first choice, but if it wasn't really that important, she could let the other person have the win. She says, if my son wanted to wear the same superhero shirt to school three days in a row, did it really matter? No, I would have been more comfortable if he had worn a clean shirt each day but he was happy. And this carried over into her adult life too. She says, if I had made plans to have lunch with a friend and I suggested a place to eat and she wanted to go to another place, did it matter? Was it worth a discussion? No, we were spending time together. So it was unimportant which restaurant we were going to. The class also taught Barbara flexibility. Was it more important to follow a planned schedule or was it better to remain flexible enough to make changes to that schedule even at the last minute? Practicing flexibility works great when raising children and also in all your adult relationships. The interesting thing is that one of Barbara's friends accused her of being a wimp after seeing how flexible she was. She thought Barbara should be more confrontational. 
Barbara says that is absolutely not true. She just picks her battles. And when something really matters, she is all over it and she doesn't back down. We started that story with a very relevant quote from C. Joy Bell C. that goes like this. Life isn't measured by how many times you stood up to fight. It's not winning battles that makes you happy, but it's how many times you turned away and chose to look into a better direction. So in addition to picking your battles and remaining flexible, another valuable lesson you can learn via parenting lessons is to hold your tongue. And that's what Elton Dean talks about in his story called Control Your Second Thought. Elton went to a presentation on the power of a positive mindset when he was looking for some inspiration to help him with raising his young son, who is on the autism spectrum. The speaker said something that really resonated with Elton. You can't control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. Elton says, I am a 43-year-old combat veteran who is set in my ways. I often feel overwhelmed as I try to figure out how to raise a young son on the autism spectrum. As it turns out, I constantly need to control that second thought. Now, as he makes his way through the frustrations of each day, Elton reminds himself that he can control his second thought, and he shouldn't react to his first thought. He says, I used to feel guilt and shame for getting irritated too quickly and for the mere existence of my first thought. This insight helped me realize that my thoughts are normal and they are perfectly all right. Taken together, both parts of this advice told me that my first and second thoughts are not in conflict. They are a natural progression. For the first time in my life, I was able to accept both the existence of my first thought and the responsibility for my second. Elton says that controlling his second thought helps him be a better father. He doesn't get as frustrated by his bright son's constant questions. He accepts that his son is just inquisitive and using his natural curiosity. Elton says, When I control my second thought, my son gets more. More explanations and fewer dismissals. More experimentation and fewer missed opportunities. More teachable moments and fewer blockades. More laughter and fewer sighs. So we started that story with a quote from Norman Vincent Peale, and he said this. Edwin Markham said, At the heart of the cyclone tearing the sky is a place of central calm. The cyclone derives its power from a calm center. So does a person. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the advice that changed my life. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book, and you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you would like to become one of our storytellers, we are ready to look at your submissions because we are always looking for new writers to join the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. Just check the Submit Your Story section on our website, and you'll see what we're working on. And you'll find writing guidelines as well so that you can craft the best possible nonfiction story for one of our books. Right now, we're looking for humorous stories and also stories about dogs and cats and Christmas, and we're always adding new topics. 
And please come back for our next episode to hear two more stories from this newest bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life, stories about how to navigate grief. Grief.